Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three, butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Talk some Spurs. You want to? I don't really want to, no. Oh, we should. They did it. Congratulations. 17 consecutive losses. Uh, they did it in remarkable style. On Monday night, they uh, laid more bricks with Zach sitting down than they did with him starting. They combined score of 175 points between they and the other bricklayers. The Rockets were the fewest in a game this season, and the first time a game featured less than 180 points all year. It's also the first time each team scored less than 95 points in a game this season. Oh. Yeah, it was an awful shooting night for both teams. It's just, you know, somebody's got to win, right? Yeah, somebody. Victor had a double-double. Had another 18 rebounds. I like the way he's rebounding the ball. I think that move to center I like it's helping. It's helping. I mean, the, keep in mind what was that uh, Friday versus the Pelicans? He had twenty rebounds, mm-hmm. and then he follows that up with eighteen. That's all I've asked. I mean, it's seven five. Get to get the rebounds, but I think the move to center has helped with that. But I don't know how he truly there. feels. Okay, about so Rudy, center. let's talk about this. So we know by at least at the small sample size, right, that his most appropriate position is at five. The grab and go to Is start it? the fast. It does. Well, you just said it. I mean, you're seven five. You eighteen rebounds. That should be. That's just that's that's on the outer edge of the envelope. But that it wasn't a hard for him to get eighteen. He gets balls that go over guys' heads, and they don't have to be underneath the rim kind of rebounds. But it just seems to me, at least, it felt like for the brief, brief, and I, I'll say it again, brief little time I've had watching him that. He doesn't necessarily have to be at the rim to get those rebounds, but the grab-and-go, start-the-fast-break, I like that. I like that with the ball in his hands because what he does is he gets rid of it early enough to get it back, and he's had opportunities. I see. I Look, I see where you're coming from. I really do. Again, and I'm just trying to operate in today's world. Does he like it? And I hate that it's like this. I like I, I don't I don't like a lot of things about the world. But if you don't adjust, you get left behind. So my thing is, if I'm Victor, I already told y'all I don't want to play center, right? You tell me, well, let's try you at center, and maybe we'll be better for it. You put me at center, and we're still getting our asses kicked. I begin. I become to get a little bit frustrated. <laughs> if I'm Victor Wimbanyama. But now let, now when I'm looking at it from your point of view, Rob, I'm like, dude, you're technically at the center, but you're a point center. Yeah, you're not because center. Because when you get those 18 rebounds, 
you really you're starting to break. You got the ball in your hands. You're still getting the buckets. We're not asking you to go down low and be Shaq when we're on the offensive side of the ball. He's pretty much playing two different positions, Rob. On defense, you're the center. On offense, you're whatever the hell you want to be. So I, what you said makes total sense. And now it's just convincing him. Man, this is such a different world. Because <laughs> yeah, you just show him the film. Like, aren't you having more fun doing this anyway? Don't yeah. you like leading the fast break? Pop talked about the effort required to go out and score under 90 points uh, last night. This is him postgame. No, it didn't seem like it. They did. They played their ass off. What? Uh, they played a great game. I mean, we make turnovers. They make turnovers, whatever. But uh, they were great. Uh, just, you know, you got to make a shot in the NBA. You, you can't shoot five for 41 from three. That's not going to happen. Uh, you know, what's really amazing about it is if you go five for 41, it's a lot of transition defense you're going to be in. And they got 10 fast break points. So they did a hell of a job defensively in that regard. Really proud of them. But just feel badly that we, you know, it's hard to, uh, know what to do when you're missing that many shots. It just makes it very, very difficult. But they're growing in all kinds of ways, uh, and I just wish they could catch a break that way as far as making some shots. Ooh, look, this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I, I think Pop is a lot of things. He's a lot of things, whether you want to tell those things are good or bad. Pop is a lot of things, but I don't, call, I, I, I don't consider Pop a liar. So with that being said, who am I to question what he says he saw? If he says he saw a team that played their ass off and was good transition defense, who am I to say you're lying? That ain't what you that that's not what we saw. That's not what I saw. That's that's Greg Popovich. I mean, again, I don't why would Greg come out and be like, I'm gonna just go out here and say we played great, even though he doesn't feel that way. I you know what I mean? Like if he if that's what he says he saw, who I mean, how, how so can we question what's wrong it? with that? There's What's so wrong much it? wrong with that. Who am I to question what the man says when, when he saw? You, no, I agree that that he saw that. I'm not saying he's lying. <laughs> but, okay, but so what this, you saying? When when the season began, we talked about process. Let's not get stuck in the mantra of the process. Okay. Because once you get stuck in the mantra of it's part of the process, you get stuck with saying last night had anything good about it. Because there was absolutely nothing good about last night. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. They went 5 of 41. And you know what pop where he had to find his little nugget of goodness? What's that? His little nugget of goodness was, you know, they had to chase down 36 different rebounds and play defenses, and they only gave up 10 fast break points. Oh! You know why you only gave up 10 fast break points? Because your defense was back there. Already, they didn't have to get back because you were one passing three-point shots on the other side. You weren't getting up and down the court. You always had somebody in the backcourt to play defense already because you were taking shots so quick. It, there was nothing good about last night. Nothing. He's got a team that is battered and bruised and embarrassed. I heard Zach Collins talking about going to the bench, and he's apologizing. Did you hear him? Did you hear the interview over the weekend? Yes, I did. I've not heard a player sound that battered and bruised. This team is 
down. And you could tell Pop's like, man, we got to keep everybody on the up. And when you're talking about That's Victor, is he happy? Dude, this team is beat up. And while we laugh at 17 losses, can you imagine going to work 17 times in a row and having a horrible day at the office? 17 consecutive days of this is your job. This is the only thing you aim toward. And it sucks. Well, when you go, what, 5 of 41? That screams. It screams that everybody's confidence is shot. It screams. That, and then a couple games ago, I want to say against the Timberwolves, it was, I want to say it was like 8 of 36. So right now, everybody's gun shy. I think because there's so much, because it's such a fluid situation with the starting lineups, nobody really knows their role. And the worst place to be is not having an identity. Like when you have an identity and you're losing, you're like, hey, okay, at least we all know our roles. Let's just get better within our roles. I think they're all still figuring out their roles. And again, if that's the case, if everybody's like Zach Collins now on the bench and then Branham's in and then he's not in and then Wimby's at the three, now he's at the five. Uh, I, if no one really knows their true role, should we be expecting wins? No. No. Oh, okay. I'll just, I'm no, just making I'm sure. But again, seven, it's, uh, again, I, it's extremely hard in this league. Like baseball, like basketball, it's such a long season. It is extremely hard to lose 17 games in a row. <laughs> I can say this. I like Victor at the five, and I like Chetty as a starter. That's the only they thing I can They moved Chetty back to the bench. I, I know. I like Chetty as a starter. Well, last night anyway. Who knows what's going to – who knows what Wednesday night brings. I, and maybe – that's the only two things I've seen in this last week and a half of experimentation that I go, you know what, that seems to kind of have worked. I don't know what else could work. I know – we could parse last night's game as extraordinary defense. We could say, hey, we only gave up 93 points. Hey, you, you, we could say that. that. I mean, do why that, not right? say that? Pop did talk about Trey Jones and at least the oh, defense Lord. that he brings to the table. Uh, he's, he's more aggressive all the time. You know, he's looking to get to the rim or find somebody outside the paint for that three. Uh, he understands the position better than he ever has. So uh, he's doing a good, good job there. And. He's probably our most physical guy defensively. He's not the biggest, but he gets into people and uh, he mixes it up really well. There you go. That's Trey Jones. You're look again. The guy that y'all are looking for, in Greg Popovich, he's left the building because, again, like the the main thing about a coach is you have to know your personnel. You've coached Rob Edwin. Obviously, he went to Johnson. He's softer than my I am. Gotta be nice so to him. I love on him yeah. till everything works me, out. I went to Roosevelt. You can dog cuss me. I got. I got to throw you, you down and tell you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can dog cuss me. I went to Roosevelt. You know what I mean? It's different. Um, Keldon probably gets dog cussed. Everybody else probably gets pats on the butt. Said good shot. Keep shooting. Like when you when you see your team miss thirty six threes, the <laughs> last thing you want to walk in there and tell them is, man, you guys suck. <laughs> you know. What I'm because they know. They know. <laughs> they know. Like, I mean, how many times yeah, can you baby. tell someone they're bad before you just be like, yo, I, I, you got to fix this on your own? You know, maybe that. Like, uh, I don't know if everybody's like, oh, well, there's a lot of the YouTubers. Shout out to YouTubers. Please comment, like, subscribe. We appreciate it. Pops should step down. Who's no. fixing this team? I'm not. And I'm not saying like, I'm not knocking you. Your take is your take. We want y'all to chime in. It's, it's your right. It's subjective arguments. But who's fixing this? Who's fixing this? Because y'all are under the assumption that it's pop and not under the assumption that it's personnel. Mm, 
but okay. Can what is your assessment on the broad in the broadest possible terms of Keldon Johnson this season? B minus. B minus, but this is what I will say. Depending on the phone call and the player involved in the phone call, anybody and everybody can go besides Victor. Depending on the player. Now, if it's a certain deal, like, no, I'm not giving you Vassell. Certain player, no, I'm not giving you Kelton. No, I'm not giving you Shohan. You know what I mean? But if, if, it, if, if Cleveland's like, look, man, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell can't get along, we're looking to move Darius Garland. Everybody can go. Everybody can go if we're talking about if we're talking about Darius Garland. There's certain there's a few players out there that I'd be like, yeah, you can have him and him and a pick. But for the most part, it's got to be the right deal. Look, I'm not down on the players. I'm just saying we just keep blaming Pop. Like maybe the young guys ain't doing. Maybe the young guys aren't as good as y'all think. Everybody's at fault. We're not just gonna. We can't just keep blaming Pop. There was a couple. Like he just forgot how to coach. Like come on now, Lonnie. He's Lonnie Walker with playing time, man. Who is that? Keldon Johnson. Ooh. He's Lonnie Walker with playing time. Ooh. There was Oh, uh, I like Lonnie. So do I. <laughs> I'm you know, I like Lonnie too. Uh, but he's he's that's what Keldon is. It's how many It's not so much the turnovers cuz he didn't ha- and he had four steals last night. So he did. Uh, I like the, his effort. The, the At least I know with, yeah. his efforts there. Yeah, I'm not I mad at his effort. I can't say that for everybody. I'm not. I'm, and I was never mad at Lonnie's Kel- effort. I'm not as down on Kelton as I have been in but the past. It's the inopportune and inartful t- turnovers that kill me. That It's not that there is a turnover. It seems like whenever he turns it over, it's at the worst possible time. It's, it's, at a, it's a, either at a point where you're about to start a run and the ball moved great, and uh, he fumbles the ball, and then it's turnover, and it goes the other way. And you've done everything but the bucket right on the fast break. So when Pop says, we did a lot of good things out there, they did up until the guy turned the ball over and did something stupid. How many times did Keldon fumble the ball away in an easy way? shot? Was it his legs the ball went through when Wimby kicked it out for a three? I'm not talking about right. game-winning periods. I'm just talking yeah, about yeah. dumb move after dumb move after dumb move. You're talking about by everybody. Or uh, just I'm talking about Keldon. Oh. It's they're all sins of commission, and I, you know, you, ne- you I'd rather a guy. If you're gonna make a mistake, make the mistake doing something. Don't make the mistake not doing anything. Did, uh, so everything is he's trying, he's hustling, he's being big body. But damn it, get out of your own way. But Victor had five turnovers himself. That's youthful exuberance, dude. He's trying to dribble a ball at seven five. There's gonna be some turnovers coming. I mean, I'm just expecting four or five a game if he's gonna handle the ball. It sucks, but that's it. But Kellen's a f- how many years you been in the league now, bro? You don't get to be treated the same way as Wimby. You ain't Wimby. You're a veteran. You're a second contract veteran. Fair. So these things have got to freaking stop. And you talk about how you coach different guys. Well, he's never been shy about jumping Keldon. We we found that out a couple years ago. He rides Keldon pretty tough. I'd have been all over last night. It was it was just indicative of everything he had. Now you yeah. you talked about Wimby. What's his altitude? And you know, every game's different, and you're, you're still you know we're we're early on in his rookie year. Everything's kind of new, and now he gets a homestand against LeBron. Oh, this is something else. He talked about getting to ch- play against. Uh, I guess his idol. Uh, of course, you know. Of course, it's a. Uh... You know, icon, and uh, it's just somebody, somebody that 
as a kid, you see on TV all the time, and of course, going to feel even more special. Have you had any conversations with him, like personally? No. No? Are you looking forward to maybe being able to talk to him a little bit on the floor? Of course, you know it's. Uh, I mean, somebody that must have. So I mean, a lot of a lot of good advice, a lot of knowledge, probably the, the most knowledge out of every player in, in this league. So it's definitely someone that I could I could learn some stuff from. <laughs> that was a dumb question. No, I mean, look, this is Rob. When you <clears throat> when it's seventeen in a row, you, I, I feel for those dudes. I feel for Jeff and those guys and Tom and those guys because it's like, like what, dude, are, we what are we gonna ask? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, well, how many more times can I say? You know, the the stat that I've been tracking, Rob. I I, I looked at it <laughs> yesterday. That brings the total this year, and we ain't even going back. This has been a problem. They're one twenty and one in third quarters this season. Of their twenty two games, they've lost twenty third quarters. They tied one against Atlanta. And they won one early on in the, oh, they won one against Phoenix. They are, they have lost 20 third quarters out of 22 games. So and, now that's coaching. Yes. That, that, that's coaching. I, I judge coaches by what are you doing out of a timeout and halftime? That's a little bit of coaching for sure. I'll give y'all that. I don't even know how to, what to make. I don't even know how to make sense of that number that it doesn't even, you talk about the winningest coach. In the history of this game, the, the the winningest, probably the goat coach, yes, who is this season has lost <clears throat> twenty of twenty one third quarters of twenty two of twenty two third quarters, yeah, a net deficit. I don't even know how, how to make sense of that. It, that's a number that it's so outlandishly out of the mean. You wonder how did we get there? Because good teams win third quarters. I'm not saying they're supposed to be a good team, but you know that's how you can tell a lot about a basketball team on how they come out in third quarters, because we've seen the other side of it. We've seen the other side of it. But another thing I have to ask, and I was talking with my buddy about this last night, because everything's on the table. When you lost 17 in a row, we put everything on the table, we spread it all out, and then we start trying to put the pieces together. Do these other guys enjoy playing with Wimby? Whoever you want to name, name a player. Is it fun playing with Wimby? Do you enjoy playing with Wimby? Is it feel like it's natural? Does it feel organic, or does it feel forced? I think they do. I I think it's fun because he's a willing passer. I know at the very least, probably to a fault, he's gonna give it up. Because I didn't like the way the season started, and I get it from a media standpoint. Me being on this side of things. If you're going to cover the Spurs and you're you talking to your boss, we don't give a damn about C.D. Osman or whoever. Name another Spur. Find out about Wimby. Wimby, Wimby, Wimby. If I was on that team, I'd been done dog cuss somebody in the media. I'm sick of being asked about him. I'm sick of being asked about him. While I get it from this side of it, if I'm putting myself in the player's shoes, I'm like, Damn. He's done nothing in this league. Ask me some, but ask me something else. And as a player, you know it gets it gets tiresome. And it, I don't give a damn who you are. Like, dude, you've asked me a question about Victor Wembanyama every day for every single practice of training camp. Like, what is like like what are y'all talking about? Like, what has he done in this league for y'all to be asking me a question about him every day? I used to see it with golfers. 
golfers got to the point where they're like, dude, I just shot seven under, and the first question out of your mouth to me was you asking me something about Tiger. And we expect athletes just to understand that. And at the end of the day, we're all pros. No, I'm not Tiger. But how dare you? I'm 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 the clubhouse leader, and you got the the first question out your mouth because you got a job to do. Is you ask me about Tiger Woods? The first, I like, hey, I just got paid 150 million dollars. I'm Devin Vassell, and the first question you ask me is, what's it like playing with Victor Wimbiana? Hell, I don't know. It gets old. It gets tired. You know what? Really? And he's playing as bad as the rest of us. Well, that's where the difference is. I think that they're lucky to have Wimby here after 17 <laughs> consecutive losses. Seriously, because, the well, crucible of indifference. Off. The crucible of indifference. You. Like, look, at least if we were, if they had won 17 straight and you were still no, coming and, and asking yeah, me yeah, just yeah, about yeah. Victor, I'll I'll then I'll I'd have a problem. At least now, they don't even want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to you either. We lost 17 straight games. Talk to Wimby. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I think they should be happy they got the blanket somebody that is Wimby. Don't blame somebody me. Somebody to blame it on. I mean, when I was here without him, we didn't lose 17 straight. I mean, I I get. You I, might I be think you're right you that if, if you that. were winning and they were hitting you every day, what about how great Wimby is? Especially <sighs> after you had 30. Like, wait a minute. I get it. But right now, shoot. Talk to Wimby. I don't know. Yeah, Zach Collinson's interview. I haven't heard a player that depressed in an interview in a long time. I mean, he's apologizing to the fans. Like, man, we're it's sorry. Just, we're working. We're trying. Dude, they're reading I the press. They get it. I mean, I I understand their attitude right now. And it's I, dark. It's dark. This is hard. This is t- it's tough for everybody. It's tough to watch. And they're going to get pantsed on national TV here in the next couple of days. Is this, do we have a national game? Is, uh, well, both. They're like, both. both yeah. Well, if you consider NBA TV national, yeah, it is. I mean, well, both Laker games are national, and people still NBA tune in. TV and ESPN, and you know, LeBron doesn't have a whole lot to get up for in, in these uh, days. You but know, you what, know I mean? what? You know that I heard it was Jeff. I think that was Jeff McDonald that asked him about talking to LeBron. If I'll say this, Jeff, while Jeff's on to something with that question, we say what we want about LeBron, but he does look out for the young. He does look out for the youngsters. And LeBron's record at this point in his rookie year is very similar to Victor's. So I would almost guarantee you at the end of that game, Victor's going to bend down a little bit and LeBron's going to whisper something to him with his towel covered over his mouth and <laughs> tell Victor, stay the course. It'll get better. Just keep working. I'm sure I'm almost positive that happens at the end of that game on tomorrow night. It's silver and black at seven. We do it every day. Make sure you're subscribing, liking on the daily business. 